where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to finish off the trilogy, like the Matrix trilogy, even though now I guess it's a quadrilogy because they're doing a fourth one. I don't know if you guys caught the trailer for that. We'll see how that goes. It's good to see Carrie Ann Moss took up and running. I don't know if she did any other role. I, well, she was in Memento, that old early Nolan movie, but she didn't do much with her career after that. So today's part three of basic MGTOW terms, and certainly there's going to be terms that I'm forgetting in the last two episodes, but I wanted to do the basics. So let's get to it. So incel. Incel, of course, is a portmanteau for involuntary celibate. And I think most Americans had no idea what that term meant until there was that unfortunate shooting in Toronto four or five years ago where an alleged incel shot up a place, shot some women. Now, what's an incel and what an incel is depicted to be can be two different things. So let's look at the strict interpretation. An incel is an involuntary celibate. So it's a man who desires to get women, and in particular, uh, marry, because celibacy is the act of marriage, who wants to marry but can't, but can't, either because uh, doesn't have the money, low sexual market value, maybe he's got some deformities, you know, it could be social issues, just not, not, not really adept in the social skills. It could be a variety of reasons, but their intention is blue pill. They want to get married. They want to sign the Faustian pact, which we'll talk about in a second, but they can't. So there are some threads of incel talk where they believe the government should assign them girlfriends slash wives. Now, of course, I mean, aside from this sounding like a horrible dystopian world for both the man and the woman, but certainly the woman, uh, it's completely untenable and it's completely draconian. But, you know, going with the mandates that the government wants to do, who's to say what's draconian and what's not draconian in five years when it comes to this? But of course, from the female perspective, they're like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be selected to be some dude's girlfriend or wife. And look, there are female incels as well. The large majority of female incels, though, are middle-aged women who've entered quote the invisible years, which is roughly forty to eighty, where their sexual market value is below one. So a lot of those women are, you know, there's another term, cat women, right? Women who surround themselves with animals. They could be fur babies. They look at their animals as fur babies. A lot of them could be dog ladies. We've talked about the anthropomorphization of dogs. You see how beforehand when, when dogs would get sick, you just put them down and get a new one. Now they're part of the family and you spend thousands of dollars on them. And this was this certainly a new phenomenon and it is connected to this idea that uh, the world stops eternal and we turn our back on God. But 
we are worshiping a created item like a dog. A dog is not a human. I hate to tell you that, PETA people, but it's not. Oh my God, Gregory hates a dog. I'm not saying I hate pets, but see that this is the kind of binary view that we have now. It's like if anybody says that you shouldn't spend $10,000 on a hip replacement for a 14-year-old dog, you hate dogs. No, I don't hate dogs, but it's, it's all got to be in moderation. Either way, so let's focus on the male incels. So incel is a term that's typically used pejoratively in the manosphere and outside of the manosphere. These are like loser men. And we have an episode of signs of that you have a loser mindset. These are loser men. And I think the characterization is unfair to a certain extent. Now, are there red pill incels? Not really. See, it's it's blue pill incels who then find MGTOW content on YouTube or Reddit, and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they use that to rationalize why they hate women. But really, they hate women because they've just been rejected by women or they don't like you know, they have this kind of cognitive dissonance. They hate women, but deep down they want to be with women. But since they know they can't get a woman, they're going to hate women. And therefore, they're going to hide behind a philosophy that doesn't espouse misogyny at all. It just talks about men improving themselves. But in their mind, and as the media would portray it, is, is a, it's a misogynistic philosophy. And so a lot of the more, I would say, black pill aspects of MGTOW would be embraced by the the more incels and then the recently divorced fleeced. So incels. Are there vol cells, voluntary celibates? Absolutely. Going monk. These are going to be men who choose not to marry, though they have options that they might have social skills or money, but they've been previously married or maybe never married and they realize that marriage is full of peril for men, especially financially. What's another term? Baby rabies. We covered this not that long. I'm not going to spend too much time. This is a, this, these are going to be women who want to get pregnant pretty quickly for a variety of reasons. The plantation. You might hear the term, oh, he wants to go back to the plantation. Now, in our woke world, this term could be considered racist. I mean, you see celebrities like, I think Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds got married on a plantation in South Carolina, and now they've had to go out and apologize Oh, we're sorry, you know, we didn't get look. Plantation has a lot of meanings. And we have an episode, maybe not, maybe not here, but what we talk about, you know, it America no country did more to end slavery than America. We only had it in existence for 70 years as we were a country, and then 750,000 mostly white people died to end it. Now you compare that to the Muslim world where they still have open slave markets in Libya. The the Arabs were the biggest slave traders of all time, but even for hundreds of years in the African coast. But even if you take that away, the Romans had slaves. Pretty much that was the norm. You conquer a new land, slaves and booty. That was part of it. So the the, the English and certainly the Americans did quite a a bit to end slavery. But either way, the plantation, of course, is suggestive of of slavery. So what, what does the term plantation mean? It has nothing to do with slaves, American slaves. It has to do with the man being a slave to the woman. So if the man is out on the plantation, that means he's working for her fruits. So he's doing the work because men have to work. Women have the option to work, especially once they marry. But if they're on welfare, they also have the option to work. They have the option to work. Men have to work. And the typical dynamic, and not in all marriages, certainly, 
But in many marriages, is the man works and she's the one who spends most of the money. Men are pretty good, pretty overall, pretty frugal with money. And there are women, don't get me wrong, who are frugal with money, who are good with money. They don't have debt and so forth. But as a whole, it's kind of like the man works, he works these long hours, and then he complains later how the woman is spending it, all the money on designer furniture, designer clothes for the kids, a, a new car, they want the upgrade on the house, things we've talked about here. And the man's like, we don't need any of these things. But the woman will either henpeck them, use sex as a weapon, or sweet talk them, and then he's like, okay, especially the blue pill men. Men who maintain frame, going back to episode two, men who maintain frame will put them in their place. But the idea of the plantation is the dynamic in many marriages where you are a human ATM machine. There's another term. You're a human ATM machine. You work so she can spend. And look, everybody's going to spend if they know that someone else is picking up the dime, right? If you had a blank check in a relationship, you married a trust fund woman or whatever, and she's got millions upon millions of dollars, um, you're just going to be more more liberal in your spending. So it's understandable, though, it's completely insensitive and solipsistic for women, for wives, to understand their man is working and does the long hours, and then she spends the money. And then when he calls her on it, she gets defensive or gaslights or gets angry. Instead of realizing that, hey, let's not have this 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 idea where she complains about how they're not getting ahead without her having the whereabouts to realize, oh, maybe we're not getting ahead because I'm overspending. Right? But that that's solipsism. That's the true definition of solipsism. So again, not all men are on the plantation, but certainly it's a cynical term that's used for marriage. What else? Well, de-raping. So divorce raping is a pejorative term that men will use after a divorce because typically, again, the dynamic is not always the same, but typically the man makes more money than the woman, either because the woman's staying home or she picks an occupation that doesn't make as much money. And so with, with the laws in most states, if there's a divorce, they just pull all the assets together and cut it in half. So even though she doesn't deserve, let's say he made 250 and she made 50, that's 300K, they'll just half it and she'll get 150, he gets 150. So in many cases, just because of the dynamic of women wanting provisioning and security to, to satiate their hypergamy, uh, they're typically going to marry men who make more than them. Not always, but typically. So if there's a divorce, he's going to be the one who ends up losing more money than she does. Plus the children. 85% of the time the women get the children. So with that comes the child support. Child support that doesn't have to be enumerated or itemized on how it is spent. So she could spend it on frivolous things and get the kids goodwill clothes. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Plus the man loses his kids. He goes from seeing them every day to whatever, five, six days a month maybe. Some men don't see their kids at all because they, they the, the wife takes them out of state. So you can understand why men get angry with that. And so divorce rape is, and I'll be an insensitive term, but it is a term, so I'm just here to I'm not here to 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 uh, comment necessarily on these terms. I'm just exposing you to these terms. Try to understand where the man is coming from. And for any of you new listeners, whoa, well, men initiate divorce. No, remember, women initiate divorce seventy to ninety percent of the time. Ninety percent if they're college educated. Well, they had a good reason to do it. Well, maybe they did, maybe they didn't. But now they broke the family asunder, and the woman as a whole, not always as a whole, benefits financially from divorce. 
whereas the man as a whole does not. What else? MRA. MRA means is an acronym for men's rights activists. These were probably bigger about 10, 15 years ago. So these are going to be men who are fighting, championing the, the cause to, let's say, get rid of alimony. I mean, the idea of alimony in 2021 America makes no sense. It made sense in 1952. If I was married to Betty Draper and I wanted to leave her for Megan, got that TV reference. But in, a, in an era where women work, in an era where women work and many times make more money than the man, uh, it needs to be thrown out. We have an episode on that here. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. Like, I'm going to leave my job, but I expect my job to keep paying me until I find a new job or until I die. What? So MRAs typically work on that. They also typically will work on child support being fixed. So where the default custody arrangement should be 50-50 with no child support if both parents are open to it. Instead of the default in most states is woman's custodial man gets some alternating weekends and pays child support. Uh, the MRA movement has suffered quite a bit in the last 10 years. It's not as strong as it used to be. And unfortunately, you just don't see a lot of male legislators fighting for it because, again, it's who's the largest voting bloc in America? Females. So they don't want to be on the wrong side of that optic. So it, and unfortunately, women, of course, aren't stepping up. Uh, a lot of women, even trad con women, are not stepping up. Traditional conservative women to say, like, you know, divorce. The, the, the current family court system is horrific and it does hurt men. So the, the, the movement suffered. Uh, what else? Sperm Jack. So Sperm Jack is when a man, as the name would suggest, gets his, quote, essence, close quote, taken without his consent, and a woman uses it to impregnate herself. Uh, so this is typically, you see athletes getting Sperm Jack because clearly they're they're worth a lot of money. 20% of whatever, 2 million or whatever the athletes make is quite a bit of money. So it's typically seen where most athletes will use condoms, but they, not always, will rinse them out. So sperm jacking is when a woman will go and get the essence from the condom and insert it into her to get pregnant on purpose. All right, guys, those are some terms for part three. If you appreciate my content, I'll please post an honest review. I would appreciate it if you have an Apple product. Also, there's two links for the episode notes. One is for PayPal. You want to make a donation to help defray the cost of hosting this on the server because I make no money off of this. That would be appreciative. Also, there's a link for Naturopathic Earth, the website, where you can check out all the articles that I have there, all the recipes, and all the podcast episodes are there. Please, lastly, subscribe and post an honest review for all three feeds, The Female Holistic Health Apothecary, Confessions of an Obese Child, and The Awakened Man. Till next time, take care. God bless. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time.